to this week's episode of the Madro Movie Podcast. A podcast. Uh, we watch a movie and then we talk about it. Um, my name's David and um, let's kill this movie and let God sort it out. <laughs> and I'm Ross. Semper Fi, motherfucker. <laughs> what a lot. Uh, welcome, welcome. This week, uh, in, a, in a decision which I was not massively on board with... Uh, we watched <laughs> Doom uh, from 2006, uh, starring The Rock. Five? He had yet to evolve into Dwayne Johnson, or Dwayne The Rock Johnson, rather. He was still The Rock. Yeah. Um, and Carl Urban. Uh, yeah, this was a fucking movie, I guess, technically. <laughs> this this was a production. It was a production. Um, oh, come on, Dave, you sourpuss. It was okay. <laughs> Do you know what this was? This was... Okay frustrating this was a frustrating movie um we should say right off the top this is one of the most notorious uh box office bombs uh this this film gets trotted out as an example why video game movies aren't good uh, all the time yeah. um it's, it's notorious in that respect uh it's also adapted from a game with no dialogue yeah, yeah. Which yeah. again, yeah. weird choice, yeah. weird choice. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. Sam, okay. not being here, Ross, it's your job to read me a plot summary from 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 the Internet Movie Database. Um, so I'm. I wish you fucking told me that. Vamp for a second <laughs> before, um, before we started recording. Hey, Ross. Just while we're on there uh, recording live, I'm just going to chuck you under this bus. Yeah, watch out for that, buddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> beep beep, motherfucker. Um, Okay, so, space marines are sent to investigate strange events at a research facility on Mars, but find themselves at the mercy of genetically enhanced killing machines. Yep, it's horror movie, the movie. Um, Had you seen this before, Ross? Horror movie. Um, What, before this view? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I've seen seen it a ton of times. Um, I did have, like, an okay opinion of it, you know, since then. Again... I like to think my tastes have evolved and developed since then. So, looking at it now, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's areas, there's areas for improvement. All right. Um, I don't think I had seen it in full before. I definitely seen the um, the really famous. And this is kind of again why this film's maybe notorious. The the video game like um, first person POV. Yes, I'd seen that yeah. sequence, but I don't think I'd seen the whole film, so I probably watched it on YouTube or something. Um, mm. And like you said, this film's got what eighteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and I think that's maybe a little bit unfair. It's a little bit harsh, but uh, you know, it's not I mean, massively that harsh. First... Like thirty percent would maybe be fair, <laughs> but you know, still. <clears throat> but that first-person sequence, like. You know the, the movie quality aside, I think that sequence itself is pretty cool done, or pretty well done rather. Um, it's kind of where this movie lands for me though. Is kind of like every everything about it is kind of like it's cool, but not massively well executed and not massively well integrated with everything else that's happening. I think. Mm. I, I I think they they should have picked a lane. I think they either want to do like an action movie with some. You know, uh, psychological elements, or make it a psychological movie with some action elements, and yeah. I think th- th- those two aspects were, were sort of struggling for control of there. There's that, and the stakes are also all over the place. Uh, the the the, <laughs> the casting's all over the place. Uh, let's talk about the Rock. Yeah, we love the Rock. Um, Absolutely, and we don't miss any opportunity to talk about how much we love him. Uh, this is kind of an early an early film role for him. Yes. Um, he, he has that smouldering sort of, you know, intensity look down. Yeah, um, and he, like I said, he he was still credited as The Rock at this point, uh, because that's who he was yeah. better known as from wrestling. Uh, and I was reading the trivia, and it's hard to trust uh, IMDb trivia uh, a lot, but the trivia seems to think that he was offered the role of Reaper. Yeah, and turned it down because he preferred. The, the sort of like the antagonist role of the sergeant um, and that's maybe for me where this movie kind of like the core problem of it is is that because the first half of the movie the protagonist is the rock yeah he's doing the things he's telling us to where to go 
I thought Reaper yeah. was going to lose his mind and start killing everyone. They didn't do that very well. And like, and then halfway through the movie, it's like a switch flips. The Rock fucking just nerfs one of his own men straight through the head for almost no reason. <laughs> and you're like, oh, so you're the bad guy now. And it's you're straight it, up bad. And it's just like, huh? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. Well, it's that aspect of like you know, it's it's sort of like you know, following orders no matter what, isn't it? It's, and I think maybe that's why The Rock found him so interesting in that you know, there's there's a clear right and wrong here, but right and wrong doesn't come into you know following orders, which he was doing, and obviously as as he begins to turn, that that sort of want then to spread the disease or virus, whatever you call it, sort of has taken over, but he's still trying to carry out that mission until he has properly turned. I think the film maybe falls down where. Like it doesn't set that up. Yeah, like maybe you really got to go looking for it. Maybe if you had a call about like maybe he gets reprimanded for you know not completing the last mission properly and like this time you know you're fucking your ass is on the line and this is what you need to do and and nothing else or whatever. And like yeah. maybe some sort of reason for him to turn out to be this fucking maniac halfway through this movie. Before, before yeah. he's infected, I should say, way before he's infected. I mean, it, it, yeah, the, and the movie does sort of raise some. I'm, I'm not sure what the. I had the word in my head, but it's gone now. But some really like sort of moral sort of doubt questions in your head, like because this movie is suggesting that people are born inherently bad or inherently good. And you can have a good scumbag or a bad saint essentially um but it's it's a little bit like you could delve a little bit deeper and you're like oh so this is basically like every racist eugenics yeah (laughs) it kind of is you're kind of right yeah i've just noticed by the way are you wearing a doom t-shirt shit that is totally (laughs) accidental (laughs) you're really putting the work in here ross okay yeah i've raised the bar dave come join me sorry Fucking hell, man. If you hadn't pointed out to me as well, that would have been completely lost on me. <laughs> You've been wearing it for the last hour lost. we've been talking and I haven't noticed. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but no, the, the cool. sort of the moral question of this movie, you are right, Ross, is really interesting. And I don't remember there being... So in the games, the Doom games, which you're a fan, I'm a fan, we've played the Doom games. Um, yes. I think you've played a lot of the more modern ones where I, pl- I played the first two quite a lot. The um, older ones, yeah. I played the N64 one, which is... Oh, Wow. Great which is on game. game pass by the way you should play it no no yeah definitely everyone who's listening should play um doom the 95 uh dos doom which is the one that's on game pass yeah uh although i think it's been sort of remastered in anyway but it's it's really good it still holds up really well as are you sure that's the dos one is that not that's the one for doom 64 no it definitely yeah, that's is doom 64 is the dos one. Oh, is it I don't it's know the same that. game. Anyway, though. continue. I could be wrong. This is this is not conversations we have it on air because it makes us sound very <laughs> stupid, Ross. This is quite the back stupid. and forth. <laughs> and we know Sam isn't going to edit this to make us sound any less stupid. Yeah, Sam the big turd. Exactly, Sam who isn't even here because he couldn't be asked. Yeah, so that is a good point, Dave. Thanks for raising that. Sam is a piece of shit. Absolute massive steaming pile. Um, but yeah. I can understand why you wouldn't want to watch Doom. Um, that 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 does not trouble me in the slightest. Don't defend them. Uh, what was your point? My point was, so the, the eugenics of this movie are like, mm. I don't remember them being in the game. In the game, you are on Mars, and you're shooting these, yeah. you're, you are a marine, and you are shooting alien monsters. Uh, in, with increasingly daft large guns, uh, increasingly dangerous, terrifying well, it's, aliens. It's, act, it's, not, it's, not, it's not monsters, not aliens. These are actual creatures from hell. Yeah. There is a portal... Yeah, yeah, they're from they're from monsters, the though, aren't they? They are the yeah, theological they are. location. There's <laughs> the a mythological on Mars. slash real location. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> it's called Utah. No, um, <laughs> there's a portal to that, like on Mars somehow, and they've made it through. So now, and there's actually a little story like from the days when you used to get like a booklet with your game, and you'd read the story. So basically, your character had been reprimanded for punching his superior officer. Who because who gave you an order like to kill civilians and you rejected it? You'd been busted down essentially to your lowest rank and sent to like as a patrol on Mars, and then everything kicks off, and then you are the Doom Guy. That's your character's name, Doom Guy. 
And maybe that's where The Rock's character in this maybe comes from a little bit in that I was talking about him being reprimanded earlier and maybe... Mm. But anyway, the games kind of aren't about that. The secrets you find, uh, there's power-ups, uh, there's guns, big guns, and you just go and you the kill things. same guns. And like yep. the level design's really good because, like I said, there's secret areas where you find be- bigger and better guns. You will need to get yeah. these keys to unlock doors. It's very simple and really fast-paced and clever, and, and that's Doom. Mm. And they've since remade the game they've made sequels and there's a new newish one i want to say you know in the last 10 years maybe um and they'll they do reasonably well um it does seem like a weird franchise to adapt to a film though yeah i i think you know you you mentioned you know all the fantastic things about doom and one of the things that stand out for me in the doom games is the the set dressing i'll call it you know so it'll go from like you know sci-fi corridors to once you land in hell and there's all these like sort of gothic and religious sort of intonations on, on on the walls and you know there's there's blood and viscera peppering like candles and it looks like it's very unsettling and what it does better than anything as well is audio so you know you'll be going along this uh, corridor in mars and next thing you'll hear like this abrupt noise coming i'm not going to try and describe it on the microphone here but your first time playing it, it makes you jump because, you know, it's unexpected. But as you continue to play, you know, that's just like the sort of the audio piece that plays like every so often. And also like when you're in hell, you'll hear like, you know, screams and people being sort of like burned alive. And it's it's very unsettling, especially when you're in a level seemingly alone and you just see hear this lone growl. And it's... Yeah. That, well, that the mon- penetrates the your make, soul. All the, all the monster demons make noises, and it's kind of like we talk about this in, in games a lot. The sound design of you know there's an enemy around, and you can't because there's invisible enemies in Doom as well. You know there's an enemy yes. around, and you can't see them. You don't know where they are. You're like, is it an invisible guy? Is he going to seemingly kill me, or is they just around the corner and I can't see them yet? Like I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll find out, and yeah. it'll terrify the shit out of me. It's um, one of those games where you fear what could be around the corner rather than what is around the corner. Yeah, and the film does try and capture that a bit, um, but obviously they have to they have to write a movie around like what what is quite a bare bones franchise in that way. Yeah. yeah, and it's not like massively. And obviously, for whatever reason, they decided not to have the hell portal, and you have this convoluted. Ugh. We were talking about zombies quite a lot, but like you have this convoluted thing where, like you said, every person has. Uh, 10% of the human genome uh, will reveal whether you are like the way they phrase it is basically whether you become a Superman or whether you become a fucking hell monster. Um, and every <laughs> yeah. single person has this um, thing. We find this out about halfway through the movie because there's all these scientists that were turning into monsters. I like the effects in this movie, I should, I should say. There's a lot of practical effects and not a lot of digital. And I think it, oh, it kind of pays effects. off. Yeah. Um, I don't think the cinematography is very good. But I think the set design and the effects are pretty all right. Um, mm. But so you have this thing. So you have this like fucking secret X Factor unobtainium fucking serum that that we have. <laughs> unobtainium. <laughs> um, that's from um, the, the Blue Aliens with the tails. What's uh, Jim Cameron's Avatar? Oh right, I thought you've seen, you seen Avatar. Monsters. Once, yeah. Yeah, in, in Avatar, the, the mineral they are mining is unobtainium. Because apparently, I, I can only assume they were writing the script. That was what they put in as a placeholder until they thought of something better and they never thought of anything better. I mean, come on. Come on. Unobtainium. Well, we can talk about this, Ross, when we invariably watch the new one that's going to come out. <laughs> um, Oof. And talk about how you shouldn't make sequels to games 15 years later, uh, to movies 15 years later. <laughs> yes, right. But this movie, um, so you have this this core principle, which is, again, like you said, eugenic and weird. And they've gotten this from some like fossils they found on Mars from a civilization that did exist but now is dead. Um, and that's what's infecting people. There are no monsters. All the monsters are people who've been who were on this station who've who been infected. mutated yeah and that that i found very confusing in terms of well what's the fucking threat why can't we just vent this place if we did this <laughs> if we did this and there's like fucking 40 people like literally 40 yeah. people who were you know going to turn into monsters just fucking airlock it great start again yeah. <laughs> and so do you know what i'm saying about the stakes because that's then the stakes yeah. is like 
we don't want to kill all these people who we never meet, who we never meet. We don't want to kill all these people we don't know because <laughs> we're worried about yeah. them for some reason. Question mark. It's very strange. But but also, I mean, you said in the messaging, and I was thinking the same thing. Portman, who throughout this whole movie, you're sort of like, <clears throat> you're you're encouraged to dislike, you know, you know, he's, he's sort of like a slimy, greasy sort of sleaze bag. You know, he tries hitting on these girls, but he had his shit locked down when basically when they knew like, oh shit, this threat is more than what we bargained for, and he said, regulations are we call for backup. And The Rock was like, no, we're not going to do that. And you're like, well, why? Why not? Because we are the backup. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, I get that. But two of our guys are dead. And we don't know why. Maybe some backup? Maybe, you know, He's we go the in, hero we BFG. want in every film, Ross. Questions <laughs> his superior yeah. until he's threatened. Yeah. And then he falls in line. Uh, he gives drugs to his other his 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 his, his uh, teammate <laughs> yeah. for unknown reasons. Uh, and then he goes and takes a shit and gets killed by the alien. Um... <laughs> Pretends to take a shit. I don't know, Ross. I feel like this guy's taking a shit. Who, by the way, Pinky let him die. Oh yeah, Pinky's Pinky, a piece the of guy shit. who you know, you're 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 man in the chair. Yeah, he's a massive piece of shit. And even like when he's getting attacked, bear in mind everyone knows what the stakes are here. Okay, uh, I know you said the stakes are confusing, but everyone knows like, oh, we're all in danger here. Yeah, but the alien will, sees... the monster will kill you thing is that's that's clear. That I'm clear on that. that yeah, that's the, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, I'm clear that on the stakes the, of these the marines things. of not being killed by the monster. Like that's very clear. Yes, uh, yeah. And Pinky, the guy you're introduced to once once you get to Mars, uh, is basically watching them on all the comms, and he sees Portman getting chucked about like a fucking ragdoll. And even one of the guys radios and radios him and says, "Hey, can you have you got eyes on Portman?" He's like, "Nope." In that tone. Not like sinister, like no, I don't see him. But he's enjoying, like nope, you know, this piece of shit. But it again, lends itself to the, the what this movie is trying to say, but not say, where it's saying that people are good or bad. Yeah. So let's list off like the 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 Marines I can remember. So Pinky's bad, and that's the moment we know Pinky's bad, right? Yeah. Portman yeah. isn't bad because he doesn't turn into a monster. I don't think. Even though he's a scumbag. Yes, you're right. Uh, Duke, the Catholic good. guy, the Catholic guy, did turn into a monster, but then killed himself. Killed himself because he knew he was turning. Yeah, and you're like, so, but it, that's so, that. The messaging there is so mixed because they're not saying yeah. that because they are saying it, it make you are good or bad, like deep down, and while at the same time, kind of like muddying that massively. Yeah, and it could be like you know in Firefly where you know the whole thing in um, Serenity where. Uh, you know, they give this the population this gas, and you know, ninety five percent of people, ninety nine percent of people, that makes them really chilled out and like happy and they're nice to each other, and then the remaining one percent go fucking mental and murder the rest. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's interesting. And like, there's something to be said there about like that's just brain chemistry and just you know. Whereas this movie is more kind of getting at that your DNA, that your genome it's that you've baked evolved, into you is baked into you from the moment you're like conceived. As opposed to, you know, like whether you're a psychopath or whether, you know, like other movies have done it better where they give people like a, a drug that makes them fucking marvel with uh, their like uh, mad super soldier serum thing that makes you a sociopath if you're, if you're deep down a sociopath. But it doesn't if you're oh, generally yeah, a nice yeah, bloke. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like other <laughs> things recently, I know recently, other things have done this idea better. Whereas in this, it's kind of like... They felt maybe it's felt 50, they needed a, they they felt they needed a thing, you know. Yeah, and 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 it just it's very forced. Why not just make a demons from hell? You know what I mean. Why not? Yeah, and also I get c- this brother sister thing out of here. Oh. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, there's like there's a the female character. I can't, I can't remember her name. It's um, she was just in that wheel of time show. I'll tell you in a second. You keep talking. Uh, essentially, her and uh, Grimm, played by Carl Urban, are brother and sister twins. And that is important for some reason. Rosamund the Pike. movie goes... The, Elizabeth Pike. The movie goes to great lengths to make sure that you understand that these two are blood relative siblings. Twins. It's, it's very twins. clear on this. Twins. 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 We, we don't know why that's important. 
I have a theory. I have a theory. Hit uh, me. This movie, the the director or the producer or somebody, before it came out, basically said, if it makes money, we're doing a sequel. So I think they'd already started writing it. Right. And obviously it bombed, so the sequel got cancelled. Although they did make a direct-to-video sequel a couple of years ago, but not really related. I think that she was going to come more into play in the sequel, um, and they wanted to establish that they had the same genome, basically. Uh, but I could yeah. be wrong there, and it might just be stupid writing, because it's the only connection we have in this facility where you would think that once the Rock decides to just fucking murder everyone and get the fuck out of Dodge, like the only reason that any of the characters have a problem with that is because they know that uh, Reaper's sister is, the, is one of the scientists there, and she has a problem with that. And, like, so... But why can't it be an ex-girlfriend? Wouldn't that be more... Wouldn't that make the tension more, you know, if it was kind of like a... This is somebody we know as opposed to... This is my estranged sister we haven't spoken in years. Yeah. But I... I don't... I, yeah, I just... I don't, I don't understand what they thought they were achieving. You know? Well, they obviously wanted like to have thought. a female character in this movie, which I do think is important for a movie to have women in it. Um, and this movie just about fucking manages that, by the way. Um, <laughs> there are a load of women without lines who get fucking verbally, you know, assaulted by um, what's his face, Bad Marine. But Sarge. No, 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 no. The Bad Marine, the coded Bad Marine. Um, you get the Don't... women. The women we see initially, and he's like, "Oh, strip search, strip search, strip search." Portman. Portman. Uh, we get the women there, but they don't have any lines. There's one other doctor we get who I couldn't tell you the name of, and then you have oh. Rosamund Pike as well. And like, yeah. so she's just a female lead because, oddly, on Netflix, it's her face on the poster, on the on the thumbnail. Yeah, Netflix does this. Uh, I've seen them do this a couple of times, especially with like <clears throat> movies from previous decades, where they'll basically they'll change up the pro- the promo art. Uh, it, it must be just to like grab people's attention, you know, like when you leave Netflix to time out for a while and it'll go on that like that sort of slideshow. It must be just to grab people's attention. I I'm certain that they basically <clears> upload <throat> all the artwork and it's something to do with the colours. I think. Um, mm. Their algorithm works in funny ways. Uh, yeah, big anyway, time. Big time. Anyway, and she just for the whole movie is kind of like the scientist who's telling them things, um, except no one really wants to listen, and. For the fact that the movie's about we can't let these aliens, out, these monsters out. Oh no, we've let these monsters out. Oh no, they've killed most of us. Oh no, they're going to get to Earth. That was the one thing we were stopping them doing. Um, <laughs> again, it just... When you stop to think about this movie, because actually, here's the big secret, the big reveal. I kind of enjoyed whole stretches of this movie. Yes. Like, I really did. Yep. It's cool. It's really cool in parts. Some of the action sequences are really not like massively technically great but they're really cool and you know well on the action sequences because i actually know not even i'm not even going off imdb trivia but i know because i watched the dvd extras but Fucking the nerd. guy the, the yeah big time the crew actually went through like you know uh i'm gonna say special forces training because i don't know what the term is but essentially they were with like a marine for a day who taught them like you know form moving in formation and how to sweep rooms and shit and there was a cool thing where basically they were doing like gun training, like you know how to handle weapons, reloading, um, <clears throat> uh, di- you know disassembling, reassembling that sort of thing. And I remember there was actually a bit where he basically they were shooting blanks, and he wanted to make a point of like even though you're shooting blanks, it's still fucking dangerous. And he basically shot a mannequin head point blank with a with a blank, <laughs> and it just it had melted the the, yeah. the, the mannequin's head just purely you know, like. What is the point of firing blanks, quote unquote, if they can still do such massive damage? You know, fire paintballs. Fuck me. <laughs> Just like there's shit you can do instead. But yeah, yeah. so they, they, they did get like special sort of like training on how to properly sweep rooms and stuff. And it kind of does show in the way that, like you said, the way that um, a lot of these guys can, well, the way they sweep rooms is very believable. I think the cinematography lets it mm. down. I don't think the cinematography is good enough for the things they're doing, but you do get the feel of it. And yeah. the when they're shooting these monsters and you can see that they're all covering different bits and they're shouting at each other going mag because that means they're reloading and that's the thing that they do in the military because it's yeah, important to yeah. communicate and like there's little touches here where someone obviously wanted to make this movie kind of like you know believable in that way and i think the cast is generally pretty good 
Um, Agreed. I love. I think Carl Urban, Urban's the Rock. great. This is a fairly early role for him in this in, in a leading role. Um, yep. The Rock, obviously, we've talked about, is a genius, but he doesn't get to be funny him? in this film, and that's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It is an absolute. That would make fight. this film so much better if him and Carl Urban were being funny with each other, like buddy cop. Sort yeah. Of Suddenly. These marines are making jokes. <laughs> fucking killed him. Oh, you know. Cracking wise. Like, oh, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing better than that fucking guy who just killed himself. You know. Yeah. Like... yeah. The guy who had his eyeball ripped out through his spleen. Exactly. That, suddenly, this is a kind of like a silly, you know, more, ca- not campy, but like a more silly, kind of light-hearted action movie. Whereas this is kind of, like, like I said, it's, it's really veering into the horror aspect. Also, did you find mm. this movie to be... Like almost unwatchably dark and almost unlistenably oh, quiet. Oh, Dave! I was literally about to fucking say the next thing. It was so du- you're talking about the cinematography and stuff, and I mentioned the set dressing. I think let it down, but it's hard to. That might be a bit unfair because it was so fucking dark. I couldn't see half of it. Yeah. And a part of me thinks that was a conscious, intentional decision. They were trying to go and for the horror thing. They're trying to go for that horror thing. I think what a larger part of it is, though, is because I think this was also like a marketing tie-in with Doom 3. Because Doom 3 had just released a couple of months earlier at the end of 2004. Right. And even in, like, again, in the DVD extras, there was like a... One, there was a, a demo for one of the levels in Doom 3. But there was also like a promo video for Doom 3 using clips of the movie Doom. Um, so I think this was like a marketing tie-in. Like, the, the, the movie was purely to support... The, the, the game and yeah, vice versa however you want um, but uh, but what I'm getting at is one of the main things in Doom 3 a new thing that they added and no one liked was that uh, it was so dark you had to carry a flashlight now in the original Doom 3 you had to choose between carrying a flashlight and or sorry holding a flashlight or holding a gun <laughs> and people thought that was that is fucking insane why you can see why that would be in a game like can you imagine we talking about Dead Space earlier can you imagine mm. in Dead Space, that's a cool game mechanic where you can only, you know, where you can make that work in a much slower paced, more sedate, yeah. kind of like horror game. But in an action game or an action film, the fact that you can't see anything ruins all the scenes because you don't know what's going on. It's just fucking flashing noises. And exactly. you, cannot, you, you can't hear what anyone's saying in this game, uh, this game, this film. I had to turn the subtitles on. Same, same. Yeah. Um, and you think, like, it's w- just really one or two mixed. scenes. One or two scenes that could work, having it so dark, you know, having it addressed that, yeah, it's so dark you can't even see, and really building on that tension. If you want to go for the psychological route, or even maybe the action bit, but like one or two scenes, but like the whole movie, it's so difficult to make out a lot of things. Well, it's um, like in, um, in Alien, where it is really dark, the original Alien, where it's really dark, and that, that serves two purposes, because it's scary, and yeah. because it means you can't really see the aliens, you can't really shoot at it, it's kind of like just off screen. And, and, and so you can see why they would try and do something like this, where you're kind of like, oh, we can see it, but we can't see it. We know what's going on, but we don't know what's going on. And like then we can be scared with the Marines because we can't really see. Um, yes. But it carries on for the film so much. I was like, oh, thank God, they're back in the fucking med bay because it's got a light yeah. and I can see, I can see these the characters. again. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah just, just, just really annoying. Really annoying. Um. But I, yeah, I do. I do think the main thing was though they were trying to make it. It was it was a marketing tool for Doom Three, and they wanted the darkness to be a part of that. I'm also really disappointed with the variety of monsters in this, and I think that that derives from when you take the decision to uh, make it about a virus that turns people. You're going to get a limited amount of monsters because you yeah. get the the sort of zombie guys, you get the Hell Baron. And you get a type of Pinky. Now, in in the games, Pinky was this like shaved gorilla thing with the jaws of a giant Rottweiler, if if you can imagine such a thing charging at you. In this, Pinky is basically the guy, the character Pinky, who's been infected, and he transforms into this thing with the wheels on the back end. Um, and again, you, you see him for two seconds in that uh, first person shooter uh, segment. But that's it. You get the hell, the the hell baron as, as the big hulking things that you know attack you, and then you get the zombie guys, and that's that's it. And there's so much more like in Doom as well. Like you know, you got the imps that throw fireballs. 
you've got well we saw pinky but you would get proper pinky you got the hell barn the, the invisible also guys fireballs. the invisible uh the invisible imps the invisible uh, pinkies you've got the guy with the rocket launcher for a fucking arm you've got mm-hmm. the brain arachnoid things that shoot lasers at you you've got the guys with rockets for arms that fire stuff at you the flaming skulls you, that fly at you do you think they basically couldn't make them look good do you think that that was a st- thing they tried to do and then the, this film became this film because ultimately the Canis showed us the enemies that they could make and look good in a realistic film setting. I I, I think that'll be a part of it. I th- do you know what? I think a big part of this was they don't they didn't want to upset the religious people, and basically because to, to basically explain why there's hell is real. Skulls. That's a great religious thing. Religion, yeah, hell yeah, is real. Well, yeah, yeah. That uh, that you've got to explain flaming skulls and creatures with you know machinery for arms and legs and hooved they've got hooves as well like you know half goat guys you would have to go strong on the religion and I, and I think and I'm not I don't think they're afraid of the religious people but I think they'd be afraid of getting panned as a as a religious movie and I th- I have nothing to base this on this is purely uh, speculation on my part but I think. They didn't want to be sort of too closely associated with any sort of religious platform standing opinion. Maybe. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure I buy that, but I can see what you mean. Fair. Um, but it is odd. And it, like you said, it, it kind of feels like, yes, it's a Doom movie. That's fine. Like, obviously it's not fine. And the movie, this movie stands up as a testament to why you shouldn't make video game movies. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about this. In, we'll talk about this in a minute because I have a whole thing on video game movies. Because this movie is like this is what it is, isn't it? Looking forward to it. Um, but like, it's fine to make a Doom movie, but I think this kind of tries to toe the line of it wants to have all of those referential moments. It wants to have all those bits where you're like, oh yeah, like the you know the the first person bit. I actually think works really well. Uh, you've got the BFG thing. Oh, I had a question here, Ross. Um, hit me. So obviously I knew I knew what this gun was from the game, um, but when I heard BFG, I thought big friendly giant, <laughs> which I wasn't sure because like that's a very English book, um, yes, and film. I wasn't sure if you were familiar with that, like from being a kid. I am aware. I was aware of it from from when I was a kid. Never never read it, but we knew it as big fucking gun. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is where I thought, like, and I think this is an American movie, so it's not an issue. But like me, I was yeah. like, "Well, that's silly. Like, that's the BFG. Why would you call it that?" <laughs> but, you know, like that's fucking... the Brit in you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but th- that's a cool bit. But again, is really odd. Like the Rock fucking like has a hard on for this gun for some reason in the beginning of this movie. <laughs> he steals Wouldn't some you, dead dude? woman's hand so he can get into the fucking locker with it. Yep. And you're like, love it. That's ingenuity. And then you shoot somebody because they don't they don't want to follow the orders and you're fucking going around looting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you the only rock. get to see him fire it a couple of times. That was the real disappointment. That was such a disappointment. I think in fact, no, you get him to see it fire get to see him fire it maybe twice. No, you come into a scene and he has fired it. Because there's the big blue melty wall bit yes that you can see but you don't actually see him fire it then and then he fires yeah. it at reaper but, he, but dodges it and i think that's the only well, that's time he saying, fires it well the other time he fires it is when like he comes in when portman's getting killed oh yeah yeah and he fires so yeah so twice you see it you see him fire it twice and that's it and chekhov's bfg <laughs> it is literally chekhov's gun um but it's and it's stuff like that. So you're treading this line of like, we're making a video game movie, so we want the video game fans to come and see it. Because like you said, there's a synergy, yeah. of, synergy of, we've just released a game, we're going to use this game, get the name out there. Like We want all the people who enjoy the game to come and watch it. We want all the people who've enjoyed the games previously to come and watch it. And then we want all of them and the new people to go and buy the game. Yeah. So like you can see why they would walk this line. But they do that, and then they also kind of like want to make this space horror film. And mm, yeah. They can't do both. And this film is the product of, like, it's bland. None of the dialogue is particularly interesting. You don't really care about any of these characters, except The Rock, obviously, because of his magnetism. Um, <laughs> but, like, it, because it's trying to walk this line of, like, it wants to stay true to the source material, while at the same time, like, it's not true to it. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it just means that it's a bit of a mess of a movie. I mean, like I said, this this movie is notorious in that it made no money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was an absolute flop, wasn't it? Mm. Well, um, this was actually gonna gonna be start. I think it was like in the late nineties. This was actually gonna begin, but uh, and Schwarzenegger was gonna be the Doom guy, but um, there was two teens and fucking hell. Come on, America. And they were playing with the chainsaw and one of them got killed. And so basically, because one of the weapons in Doom is a chainsaw, even though there's no chainsaw in this movie... There is. Uh, oh, no, there is in the first-person bit. Fucking hell. What, what a reason to, to can a movie, though. Well, they won't, the movie won't have been written to this extent in the 90s when that happened, I don't think. Yeah. But like, like you said, maybe that was why... I mean, we talk about this whenever ever a film like Mortal Kombat was the same, like in Street Fighter, that they talked about making it for years and years before they actually made it. Well, that's true. That's very true. And they're still talking about like making the Metal Gear Solid movie, but that hasn't happened yet. Can't, God, can't that. imagine that would be good. Oh, dare to dream, Dave. Dare to well, not, dream. I don't want a Metal Gear Solid movie because you know what? The game's already a movie, Ross. Like a Doom movie's fine <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you're expanding. You're expanding like your. You know, Doom is a, not a particularly dialogue-heavy or story-heavy game. So you're taking that and you're, like, making it bigger. With Metal Gear Solid, you would only be taken away from that story if you made it into a film, surely. Yeah, true. I've just discovered as well, I'm, I'm going to try and watch the trailer here in, in sounds, but there's actually been another Doom movie. Um, uh, yeah, Annihilation. It was Doom. a direct-to-DVD sequel. Oh. I bet it's dog shit. I haven't... Oh, it, it well, 100% will be dog shit. But I'm just wondering, um, is, it, is, it, is it worth an episode from the podcast? I don't know, Ross. I feel like I've watched one Doom movie. Give me like I don't know, a week, two weeks to get my head around it. Uh, also, uh, is, you, it, is it on anything? Right. Is it on anything? That's what I need to ask. I'm trying to find out. Um, right. Oh, well, it's all, it's all CGI as so well. It's going to be terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I thought this movie was... Bad. A movie. But I was also, yeah. But I was also kind of surprised at the bits that I liked as many of the bits that I l- liked. Yeah. Um. I think that's maybe a that's testament fair. to the fact that they've got like, you know, The Rock before The Rock could sell a movie just by being in it. But he had those smoldering eyes then. I've yeah, mentioned no, but the he wasn't the name. You times. didn't see Dwayne the Rock Johnson and think that'll be good. Well, see, that's the thing. I think you've got wrestling. Well, fans. you did, and I did because we watched wrestling, but the world didn't. You've got wrestling fans, you've got Doom fans, and then you've got like people who'll go and see a movie on a weekend for shigs, you know. So yeah. you've got quite, you've got quite a wide uh, Venn diagram of people. Yeah. Anyway, um, the movie's was, poor. Some bits it was were good. poor. I wouldn't. It's not really worth watching either. Like I don't think there's anything in here that's kind of like. I'm glad we watched no. it so we could have a conversation about it and then about video games. Um, but like at the same time. There's nothing here that's really, really good. Watch the first person bit on YouTube. That's about 45 seconds of pretty pretty good. Yeah, And you'll get it. You'll and get you'll, that's premise. it. You'll have seen it. Um, One last thing for me before we wrap up. and because We're mentioned, not wrapping like, up. Uh, I have a bit. Oh, whoops. Oh, right. Oh, well, let's go. Yeah, well, I'll see my bit and then you do your bit because your bit will be longer. But it's <laughs> just it's just funny that you mentioned how like when we were texting, like, oh, my God, this is long. And this is actually like the shorter version of the edit. Because I was telling you, there's at least two scenes. So, th- presumably, there might be other scenes that have been cut that I didn't notice. But there's at least two scenes that have been cut from this movie. So, this is actually the shaved down version. And still, it's long. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, what have you got for me? Well, basically, I wanted to have a quick talk about um, uh, video game movies. Oh, okay. Now, obviously, we are um, of the nerd variety. That's been established. Obviously. Uh, so, standout ones. Obviously, you've got Mortal Kombat from the 90s. Decent. First one's decent. Second one's trash. Third one, which is the recent remake, started off Trashier. really well. And then trash, 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 trash. Yep, Street Fighter, which I haven't seen. Um, is It's a good watch. <laughs> but <laughs> Only four. Uh, I hope I don't butcher his name, but Rol Julia. Uh, Raul Julia, uh, who's sadly yeah. no, yeah, who's sadly no longer with us, but he brings Bison to life. He's amazing, awesome. and 
you got Jean-Claude Van Damme and he does the splits. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and there's two big franchises. You've got Tomb Raider, obviously. Uh, yeah. You've got the Lara Croft Boob, boob Raider um, <laughs> movies. Uh, you've got Max Payne. you got Max Payne. Uh, Resident Evil is quite a big one. I'm not a massive Resident like, Evil, which is garbage A to Z. Yeah, but they make money, Ross. People turn and there's out a and Netflix watch those series, movies. And I've, and I've been trying to watch it, and I'm like, this is fucking more garbage. How did I this get greenlit? There's something about Resident Evil. I think that's like the the, the fucking you know the um, the missing link of how to make a video game franchise successful because it's not good. It's not good. They aren't critically good films, but people watch them. People go and they buy a ticket and they sit there and they watch the film and then they go and see the next one. I don't. I don't understand it, Dave. The, so the I Resident mean, Evil, the Resident Evil franchise, Ross. First one, thirty, yeah. thirty. <laughs> 6% on Rotten Tomatoes made 102 million. The okay. second one, 19% on Rotten Tomatoes, 129 million. <laughs> yeah. The next one in 2007, 25% on Rotten Tomatoes, 148 million dollars. Fucking hell. Um and then fuck me. So 2010 and 2012 there were two more, 300 million and 240 million for sub 30% films. Yeah. Like, for some reason, people go out and see these movies. I don't know. I'd be very interested in seeing, like, the sort of geographical breakdown because I've seen the last few and I think they might be uh, trending better in Asia. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, Well, that's an interesting thing of, like, how you make a film, though. Silent Hill I never saw. Um, Silent Hill, of course. That's supposed to be okay. Not great, but okay. And that made money too. Who's got Son Bon? Yeah. And then they made several Hitman movies. Oh, God. Now, I, the one the first one came out in 2007, which seems impossibly long ago. <laughs> yeah. And that was the um, Timothy Oliphant one. Oh, yeah. He's how pretty... Much money, I like him. How much, I like, how him, much money, I like him. I don't like him in that. Um, no. How much money do you think that made? 150 million. 101. Oh. 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, and then the second Hitman, Agent 47 in 2015, has 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. The best thing is the guy who plays Hitman um, played one of the lead roles in a in this season of Game of Thrones previous to filming beginning and that you know it's the one where Dario Naharis oh that's yeah the character yeah. you know the one that Daenerys sort of like you know fancies and falls in love with a bit I do and know, he was yeah. basically like he fobbed off Game of Thrones to do that what yeah. a dickhead it's amazing isn't it um so they kind of like and they made an Assassin's Creed movie I'm getting distracted here but I wanted they to talk have about, it's terrible I want to talk about two more things um, so I think the only good, the only two good superhero, um, video game movies of the last 30 years are Mortal Kombat from 1994 and Detective Pikachu. Go. Mm. Is that a video game adaptation or is that, hear me out, or is that a movie set in a universe of Pokemon? Because the, the TV series came out before the game, so you could argue... It's, this it's is a, a this TV. is still a full length theatrical film. Yeah, it, hey, Detective Pikachu is fucking amazing. I just don't know if we should con- consider a video game adaptation. It's hard to know. Have you seen the um, Uncharted, by the way? Yes. And okay, it's okay. Yeah, is it? Yeah, Tom Holland isn't too much of a disgusting shit boy. <laughs> I hope that comes across in a way that makes sense. Um, I like Tom Holland, but his whole shtick is playing someone who's fourteen. Well, no, well, he, in this, his shtick is playing someone who's like you know a young adult, so like you know very very early twenties. As a movie, it's okay. As someone who's like a fan of the Uncharted series, they've essentially taken all the cool, you know, cinematic bits of Uncharted. And put it into a movie. So, like, for instance, 
the the opening of Uncharted Four where you're in the museum thing, you've got to swap stuff around. That's in it. That bit where in Uncharted Three where you're on the cargo plane and you have to pull the parachute. That's oh, in that's it. That's cool. The bit at the pirate ship. There's an adaptation of that. Oh, I just want the pirate Uncharted all the time. Let's put that straight in my veins. I love that game. Yeah. Oh. Um. I mean, the, the the one thing I do, I I do see. I thought we were getting Nathan Drake and Sully's sort of first adventure. Yeah. Uh, like you know, sort of like so. It's sort of like a prelude to Uncharted One, if you will. Uh, it's not that. It's sort of like a re-establishment of Nathan Drake's origin story, which is fine. It's okay. Like it's 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 an entertaining watch. I'm not convinced on Mark Wahlberg as Sully. Um. <laughs> Only because Marky video... Mark is a very polarizing. I like actor, Marky Mark. I do I like generally Marky as well. Mark. He does do some terrible movies and some terrible performances, though. Yeah, but and and again, he's all right in this. But when I think Sully, I you know, I would picture more someone like is it John Hamm, more than Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah. I would maybe even go like even older than that and go for like. Who's the old cowboy dude with the mustache? Because he's ninety thousand years old now, Ross. Um, what is but you want him to be your dad, though. Oh yeah, I want him to tell me he's proud of me, um, <laughs> very much. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Elliott is Sam Elliott with right. other things. Sam uh, Elliott, goddamn. Yeah. I wouldn't maybe say someone that old, but like uh, I'm, I'm trying to think. You want someone who's like just a bit more grizzled to be Sully than Matt Wahlberg, who's mm. you know a fit. You want someone who's got a bit of a belly and like. You know, maybe like used to be like in really good shape, but get a bit fat, smokes too much. I was going to say Jeff Bridges, but he's just a little bit too far past the mark too. This is it. We want somebody who's kind of in their late fifties, kind of early sixties, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Like, yeah. we can workshop this and come back to it because we'll, yeah. we'll watch yeah. it. I think we should do this movie if it's streaming somewhere. Um, it's it's obviously on, um, Disney Plus, is it? Disney oh, is Plus? it? Is it on Disney Plus? It only came out. Oh, to be fair, it came out in February, so. It might be um, no TV, actually. Anyway, I'll have a look for it because I, I was interested in, in what yeah. it was like. Um, Check it out. It anyway, was... Doom's all right. <laughs> no, no, I'm <laughs> not done. I have two more things, Ross. One. Okay. Sonic the Hedgehog. Dog shit. Oof. Oof. But the second one's supposed to be much better. You don't get another chance with me on shit like that. I've been we, you absolutely fucking do, Ross. I've I know what sort of movies you watch, um, like. But I've been hurt before. But at the same time, I'm like, well, what if it's good? And I, I don't know. Maybe it's. Uh, but I wanted to maybe mention some of the upcoming games. They're making a Borderlands game. Movie, even uh, movie. Sorry, yeah. Good, mm. good catch. Uh, they're making a Gears of War game. Uh, for, uh movie. Fucking hell, Dave. I'll tell you what. <laughs> just going back to Borderlands. If they do it. In the same style. I don't know if you've played it. Have you Mad played Max. the Telltale? Make it Mad Max. Ah. Uh, what, you mean as a movie? No, no, no. You make it Mad max E. Make Borderlands in a Mad Max kind of way. Oh, right, right. But have you played Tales from the Borderlands, the Telltale game? No. That is one of the best Telltale games I've ever played. It's oh, really? One of the, it's one of the few games that have actually made me genuinely laugh out loud at the writing at the the sort of the the physicality of it and the comedy so well done play that it might be on game pass check it out if it is play that and talk to me about it because i think (laughs) if you're gonna do a movie make it like that and you'll have a fucking hit on your hands yeah no that sounds good uh obviously they're making a minecraft movie dog shit Uh, snore a portal movie that puzzle game Don't you do that. Don't you do that, Ross. Just because a game, puzzle game was fun 15 years ago does not mean that the movie based on it is going to be fun. Uh, Streets of Rage, apparently they're making into a movie. Wow. That's very good. Uh, what? Yeah, the game. Is the movie going to be, though? Well, what what other movies have Sega done? Sonic. They did Sonic. They did Sonic. Sonic's the one they're also, Ross, making a Saints Row film, apparently. I mean, so, to be fair... I think loads of these won't get to production. They're all like... Yeah. Saints Row definitely won't. I can no t- chance. I'll call it, it right just now. can't. Well, Saints Row has already been lambasted for being... Uh, what do they call it? Being like too PC or too woke? Because 
the new sort of redubbed or rebranded new Saints Row game is like you can choose your identity, etc., etc., which is you know fine, but it's all like you know your your college student hippie stood out of college. That's or that's how your characters look, and you're like, yeah. this isn't gonna do well. No, it's kind of a weird thing. Like video game movies are all. It's tough because I suppose it's easier with like something like Uncharted, which is kind of a Metal Gear Solid again, like where your film, where a your series. video game, that... where your video game is already kind of like a movie. Mm. I think Metal Gear Solid work as a series. I just can't Oof. see it being good, Ross. I'm sorry. I really hate to hurt you like this. I just can't see it being good. I really, all of me hopes. Oh, here's an interesting thing. Here's here's a Metal Gear Solid related piece of trivia. A last thing, last thing. Uh, I was reading something the other day that seemed to imply that um, with the old guy who's a sniper. The end. Yeah. That it seemed to imply uh, if you basically didn't go to his fight, just stood, stood outside the area in game um, for a, a, a an extended period of hours, he would just die of old age. Is that real? You're close. You have to actually be in the fight. But yeah, if you do it for a couple of hours... Yeah, he will die of old age. <laughs> Dies of old age. What a cheat. You can do one better and basically start the fight, save, quit, go into your PS2 settings and like just set your calendar <laughs> for like a week in the future, boot up your game and the you know as soon as you load in, cutscene will play of the end dying. Amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. Here's a second question, Ross. Like... All this knowledge that you have that's totally useless. Wasted. Yep. <laughs> Wasted. Yep. I love that you knew that just off the top of your head. I knew it. I knew no, you No use would. for it. There's no use for it. Still, we can make a podcast. And that's what that yes. is. Yes. Yeah. That um, a whole person listens to. I think we should maybe give it a little bit of time that. before we do another another video game movie, though, because uh, this wasn't good. Generally, um, no. I, I mean, we spent the last twenty minutes of the Doom podcast talking about other games that are getting movie adaptations and upcoming yeah. fucking games. Well, it's, and then we ended on this weird trivia piece from a PS2 game. Yeah, it's not good, and it's also not so bad that it's good, and that that also is a crime. It's not so bad that you can have fun talking about it and ripping it yeah. to shreds. You're like, oh, it's bad, and it's really bad, and it had some redeeming bits, but a, overall, it's not bad. even bad in a way that makes you cry or like makes you angry. It yeah. just makes you sad. Yeah, you know, like you wake Shame. up and it's raining, you, like that kind of like, ah, oh, this again. You know, it's Monday morning, it's cold. Yeah. Ugh, that sort. It of makes thing. you fed up. It makes exactly. you exactly. Exactly, and that's the the worst thing you can have from a, from a movie. So there you have it, the Ross and Dave verdict. It makes you fed up. Maybe Doom, give this one Doom a miss. 2005. It's not good. You heard it here first. <laughs> seven, seven, 17 years after the fact. <laughs>